Welcome to Loving That Sports Talk with your host, James Loving. If you're looking for a fast-paced show that covers football and so much more, this is the place to be. Now, here's your host, formerly of the Philadelphia Eagles, James Loving. Well, good afternoon. This is Loving That Sports Talk. I am Chris Marwitz, and you're listening to our sports talk today. And, uh... James, it seems to be a lot going on right now. This is why I love this time of year. So many things happening. Yeah, there's a lot going on, you know. Playoff basketball, the draft is over with, so no sports. Thank goodness. Thank goodness that happened. We got we got baseball. We still have hockey going on. Playoffs going on there. It's just a lot happening. And of course, you know, after the the, the draft, you know, for the NFL. Well, now we got the NBA draft that's ramping up and people are are talking about that. So just, just a lot going on this time of year. So speaking of baseball, you know, something happened today that rarely happens. And I've, I, I'd never, I'd never really seen this ever happen before, but so the New York Mets, they, they started their game off today by batting out of order. I don't understand how this can happen, you know, with the lineup cards being displayed as well as the lineup being listed on the scoreboard, you know, but, but, but I did some checking and apparently the last time this happened was back in July 4th, 2016, the Milwaukee Bucks, <laughs> they, they batted out of order. Uh, had, had you, have you ever seen that happen? No, I haven't heard that unless, you know, one guy that was starting uh, before, leadoff batter, thought he was the leadoff, but he was in another spot. They didn't tell him that, could, you know, could have been in the seventh or ninth spot, you know, so. Right, right. I've never even heard of that because, yeah, that's weird. Let's say, I don't know. I, I, I mean, I mean, you, you 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 played baseball. You know, you played a lot of sports, and you played baseball. And you know, I, I played a lot of softball growing up, and and of course, I, I attended many baseball games because I have lots of brothers. And um, anyway, you know, they always talk about you know the, the the one thing the coach always talks about is where the order is, the batting order, and you know who you follow. You always know who you follow. You know, so for that to happen now, especially in the pros, is 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 pretty phenomenal. Yeah, that's manager and players. Something went wrong with that lineup card. Yeah, well, well it was it was the second and third batter that sw- switched the order. They switched the order when they batted, and and of course, you know, when 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 the the coach from the other opposing team realized what happened, he went up to the umpire, and the next batter was called out. <laughs> you know, so yeah, that, that that's automatic. But uh, yeah. yeah, anyway, it's it's different. It's different. I I I guess guess we all make mistakes eventually, and you know, it bites bites in the behind, especially in the pros. So um, the other thing I, I want to talk about, you know, again, like I said, I I know you you played baseball, and you even considered, uh, you know, instead of playing football, you actually considered playing baseball for for college. And, you know, but but my my question to you is, as a player, you know, there's players get into hitting slumps. You know, and, and this, this, it happens, you know, but how do you break out of a slump? You know, what, what, what would you do? I mean, coaches or, or, or just, just, con- just being consistent. What would you do? It's the same thing with any sports. Basketball, where you, in a slump, the coach tell you keep shooting. That's the only way to get out of uh, football. They tell you, you know, you keep dropping balls. They tell the quarterback keep They'll throw you a short pass just so you catch it to get familiar with back catching, you know. Baseball, just keep swinging. I mean, there ain't no way to get out of something if you don't you know, try from it. So you've got to keep swinging. Do what you normally do. If you're swinging, you know, you can't cut your swing. Now, some people try and cut their swings down and change them. But those are home run hitters, you know. But you just got to go out there and, you know, like you say, everybody will get a slump. You ain't going to beat every game. There's too many games. It's football, basketball, baseball, sports. Well, you're not going to have a bad game, you know. You can see the best player in the whole world, uh, Michael Jordan. When he went one time, he only made, you know, six shots. Was shooting shot, uh, 80 times. That's a slump. But he kept right. shooting his way out of it, you know. So, you know, they're going to get in a slump, you know. And they got 80-some games. Think about that. You have to swing it out, you know, five, four hours a day, 80-some times a day, you know. So, you get out of it, you know. They usually do. Yeah, well, and and of course, a lot of a lot of the a lot of baseball players are very very 
superstitious, you know, <laughs> having to, to wear the same socks over and over again or, you know, hit, as they walk out the door, they got, they got to hit the sign or whatever. So they're very superstitious and <laughs> sometimes they got to change things around a little bit just to try to get out of those slumps. So, oh, well, we'll, we'll, we'll I was just, I was just wondering because it's, it's something that, that you see happening a lot, and, you know, and, 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 you know, they, they talk about mechanics, you know, hitting mechanics and just, just keeping, keeping those mechanics going and, you know, eventually they'll, they'll, they'll get right. So, well, anyway, so NBA, it's still heating up. Um, right now we're, we're down to four teams, you know, two for, for the East, two for the West. And, you know, looks like right now it's uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers are going to play at this point are going to should be playing against the Boston Celtics. Boston Celtics are up three to one, you know, against Toronto and you know, but Golden State, you know, they're they're going to be playing against the Houston Rockets. And and what's what's weird is this is very similar to last season. You know, last season at this time, the only difference was instead of the Houston Rockets, it was the San Antonio Spurs was playing against the Golden State Warriors. But it was all the rest of the same teams. Um, in my mind, it's going to come down to Golden State versus Cleveland, um, just like the last few years. Uh, do you see any difference? Yeah, I don't think Cleveland make it. Cleveland struggled through Indiana, which they should have lost that series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cleveland mm-hmm. really didn't struggle through Toronto, but... Yeah, look at um, LeBron playing a lot of minutes just so they look win. You know, and sooner or later, these playoffs will take a toll. You right. know, I thought Philadelphia would be there. They'll beat. Oh, Cooper, I thought but, so, too. You know, but um, Boston's not playing bad. You know, Boston could beat them. Like everybody says, Boston got a well-rounded team. And you look at it, you know, you got Kevin Love playing one game here. They play good there, but you got to start putting seven games, you know, together, Kevin and all his backup. LeBron can't keep scoring 43 at night. No. You know, and playing 45 minutes. So I think it's going to catch up with him if Boston win or Philly win. It's going to go down to six games. I think Cleveland will lose. You th- if it comes to six games, Cleveland's going to lose against Boston? So I think it'll go down to six games and Cleveland okay. will lose the series. Wow. Okay. Well, that, that would be interesting. I, I I wasn't foreseeing that happening, but I, I I think there may be some truth to what you're saying. So, but I'm I'm glad you brought up about uh, the about how Boston's playing because uh, because something came up today um, regarding Boston and and basically which franchise you know has the brighter future, the Philadelphia 76ers or the Boston Celtics? Because you know, I, I was watching you know both the Seventy Sixers, and and I, I even told you on a couple times that I, I I was thinking that 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 they were going to win. You know, I I, I thought that they were going to win the East and you know play against against Golden State, but that didn't happen. Well, yeah, look at two ways. They they should have Kyrie Irving, which I thought they would win, and then the mm-hmm. other guy that I heard begins to Hayward, and then with Philly, you know. Uh, Young team, everybody looking for them. I think they just wasn't ready for this year for the playoff, but next year they're gonna be something to reckon. But uh, if they had Kyrie Irving, they would—I mean—they would have blew through the the playoffs. You know, they're still playing good without their two-star players. You know, so right. Uh, Boston not bad. Boston will go ahead because they got that spirit. They got been in the playoffs. They know how to play in the playoffs. Philly, this is the first time in a long time. You know, and it's young players, so. Uh, they'll be all right next year, Phillies, you know. But just like those Eagles with the football team. The year before, they were eight and something, seven and nine, and then you're like, next year they're going to put it together, a young team, and they did. That's how the right. basketball team going to do. They've got a lot of great players. They're going to put it together. They'll be all right next year. But Boston is yeah. the team this year. Yeah, I, I was I was, I, I was, was really impressed with Philadelphia. I, I, I don't know what happened at the end, but... Um, you know they they were they were playing really well you know and they're they're a well-oiled machine I thought so you know it was it was unfortunate you know but but yeah I think you're right about Kyrie you know that was he's got more times but but you know Ben Simmons you know some some people say that he's overrated and some say that he's underrated you know for the Celtics so I I don't know I I I think he's he's very good you know he can hold his own. 
76ers. Sorry, sorry, 76ers. Sorry, God, you're right. Yeah, he was. He, he was. He's definitely part of that big part of that team. You know, he's the main part. Yeah, look, he didn't play last year. All last year, he was a rookie. This is his mm-hmm. rookie year, really. Playoffs, you know. He had a bad shooting now, you know. They're playing a different type of team now, so, you know, right. he's still a rookie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, I, 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 unfortunately, I think what happened with Simmons is the last series, he just, he struggled. You know, and Joel Embit, he, you know, he was having problems too, so, but they're, but they're, 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 they're good players. They're high caliber players. I, just, I, I think maybe they will. They'll, they'll have a chance next year. But be uh, right I was, year. I was, I was disappointed. I was just very disappointed this year. So well, sometimes anyway, you gotta go be disappointed. Then the, when you get to a year, you put it together like the Eagles did. You know, I'm disappointed last. Year. I thought they'd win at least eight games. You know, well, they should have. They should have last year. Right, so, but. Yeah, they they pretty much should have, but it didn't happen. But. Yeah. Anyway, we'll tell you what, let's take a break. We come back, we'll talk a little bit more about what's going on in the NBA and some of the playoff games, and we'll, we'll be right back. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play-by-play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Check your feelings at the door and enter the Man Cave. Don't let the name fool you, because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and friends are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the Man Cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. Again, this is Chris Marwitz, and I'm sitting here talking with James Loving, and we're just talking a little bit about what's going on in the NBA and the playoffs and lots of stuff happening. So, James, you know, one, one, one thing I, I know we've talked about before, but it's coming back around about LeBron James, you know, and, and his future with Cleveland and, you know, him him maybe leaving. Do, do you do you seriously think he's going to leave or... or or is he actually going to stay with Cleveland the next season? I don't know. I think he just... If they had lost the playoff with Indiana, I think he would have left. But um, they got to almost where he wanted to be with that shaky team he had. So I think if they lose to Boston or Philly and don't get to the championship, or they do get to the championship and still lose, I think he'll stay and try to get a little more talent over there to help him. So he'll do a one year like, you know, all the guys like later on in their career, Michael and all them only did one year, you know. He won't fire two or three years to be stuck there. So I think he'll I think he'll stay. Yeah. Yeah. Right now I think he'll stay. He went too far. And if he run out of them, they they got this far with that team he got, he gonna say, you know, one good great player to help him, he'll be all right. So Yeah. He'll stay yeah. with people. Yeah, personally, I, I I I think you know he he would love to stay in Cleveland and just finish his career out because you know that that is his team you know because he moves anywhere else and it's it's going to be hard at this point to really make it his team you know he's 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 
I mean, I mean, you look at it and, and what, what he's done for Cleveland and, and you know, lifted the city and, and, you know, he's a good role model and, and made everybody, you know, take note for what's happening. So it, it, I think it would be a good thing for him to stay. But, you know, I, I, I do believe that, you know, he's probably already made up his mind, you know, at this point, but he, he just hasn't, you know, let everyone know what his decision is. But I'm sure that after the season's over with, you know, it'll be known. And people will be like, "Oh, I knew that." You know, whichever way he goes, they'll they'll figure it out. So, anyway, but speaking of leaders of the team, you know, Draymond Green, you know, he's the emotional leader for the Golden State Warriors. Um, and after losing Game Three to the New Orleans Pelicans, you know, Draymond stayed up most of the night watching game footage. You know, and he he does that apparently when whenever they lose, he just goes back and rewatches just to see what what he could do different and or what other other players on his team could do different. And one thing he noticed was that Kevin Durant wasn't attacking or being aggressive during the game, you know, on either side of the ball. And so he, about four o'clock in the morning, you know, he sent a text message to Durant, you know, basically telling him, you know, what, what he was seeing and what, what Durant needed to do. And Durant basically sent a, a, a reply that says, I got you, you know, and it seemed to help because Durant was on fire for game four. Uh, my question to you as a, as a, as a, teammate, you know, maybe that, that, you know, would, would see what other players are doing. Um, do you think teammates, teammates need to point things out to, to each other, you know, in order to help, you know, help, help each other do better? Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I mean, you somebody to see something that you're not seeing, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, they say more eyes is the better. So, you know, ain't nothing wrong with saying, hey, if you do this, you know, I think you can score more. Be, you know, it's nothing wrong with that. You know, I mean, guys, receivers go tell quarterbacks. You know, hey, um, run that play again. But look over here, they're not covering such and such. You know, so ain't no wrong with that. You know, he wasn't being mean. He was telling you know, hey, look at this. You know, be aggressive, score more points. He wants you to be shooting the ball. So that was that was good of him as a teammate. Yeah, so so if someone pointed something out to you, how how would you how would you take it? I wouldn't take it nothing. It's a learning stuff. If I can help myself get better, uh, why would I not try it? At least try it. And right. If it don't work, they'll be like, okay, that's not for me. But if somebody right. sees something, I'm gonna try it. You know, definitely try to make myself better. Right. Well, to to me, it 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 shows, you know, what 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 good. As, as far as 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 relationship that the that the Golden State Warriors have with each other, you know, because most people would would take that as criticism, you know, and 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 you know, not not listen to what each other has to say, but for him to Durant to actually take it to heart and understand that, you know, all, all he was trying to do is to to help, you know, get them better, you know, again that speaks volumes for him as as a as a teammate. I don't think he was to get criticism because he would say, hey, you being lazy, you're not being aggressive. Now, that would have been, you know, something you take a criticism. Right. You know, he said, I'm being lazy, but no, he just say, you know, be more aggressive. You know, you can, so, so the way you say things, you know, to people, if you say it the right way, then, you know, they won't take it as being. So you're, you're saying your approach and your delivery is... is the better way to handle it versus, you know, yeah. what, what I tell everybody that yeah. with text messages. So I like texting. Because your approach is not, might be meaning something else somebody taking it. Don't know your meaning behind it. Right, that's true. You know? That's true. They they also can't hear hear the expression in your voice either. You know, sometimes you can be sarcastic or people can be sarcastic with right. what they're saying and it doesn't come through in, in a text message. So, yeah, so you're, you're right. Well, I mean, I think that helped them. Yeah. They won game four, didn't they? Um, for for them, yeah. yeah they blew them <laughs> yeah, off. Yeah, they did. He turned he turned around and and he he did what he needed to do, and then they won, and and uh, then they they won game five, and you know beat the beat the Pelicans. There you and go. One loss. So yeah, it helped. That's that's why I said. Yeah. I mean, he he he's 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 a, he's one of those teammates that you'd love to have because, you know, he's not going to be. You know, he he doesn't feel that people are being critical of him, you know, when they're trying to help. So, um, 
you know, so, some people could take it the wrong way. They they could, but you yeah. know, he didn't. So he's he's a, he's, he's a good good teammate. And so so speaking of the Golden State Warriors, you know, that right now they've 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 tried to stay healthy, and you know, they're they're here back in the postseason, and they have everybody back. You know, Stephen Curry is is back from his injury. Um, and and they've just gone through, and they seem to be, have built a lot of confidence, and they can beat anybody and everybody, and you know they're just going out and giving their best best effort. And my my question to you is, can anyone stop the Golden State Warriors at this point? You know, back a month ago they were going through a slump, and I think they were beatable right there. You know, uh, they had a lot of problems with technicals and players were just going, but I think they got together now because. They got Steph back, and he shooting looks like he never left. Kevin on, and they might play MD and getting them people faces like Rodney used to do, get them all upset. So I think they're unstoppable right now. Um, I thought maybe Houston, but Houston only got two guys that can, you know, and they got Clay Thompson, Draymond, they got Curry, they got, you know, right. just too many weapons. I mean, you look around, somebody else hurting you. So I think now this is their year again, and then I think next year, you know, I think they'll start, you know, you start losing the players by, you know, money and want more. So I think this will be their year again. Yeah, I mean, they were saying that even before the season started, that they were they were going to be going to the finals and winning it. And, you know, sometimes it's hard to predict, but they, they got it right. I think they got it right this year, so... But yeah, you're right about Houston. I mean, they, they, they Houston, Houston's actually, you know, because they got Chris Paul, and you know, they 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 actually have a pretty 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 good team. But I don't think it's good enough, you know, to beat uh, the, the Golden State Warriors. It, a lot of it depends, of course, on on how each team how they're shooting, you know, and, and their defense. And I, I I think the Golden State Warriors are just, you know, they're going to dominate. I think they're just going to dominate Houston. And then go on to the finals, and you know no, whether it's Cleveland or, or whether it's Boston, they're going to dominate that and, and win a championship again. They will um, dominate them. We'll go six games. You think six games? Okay. Oh well. yeah, they ain't gonna blow Houston out. Not Houston not gonna win a game. Yeah. Well, I guess we'll, we'll see what happens. I I I, I, I predict they're going to dominate. So we'll we'll see. Houston gonna win the first game at home. The first game on the series. Houston is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, again, we'll, we'll, time will tell. We'll see what happens. I, I I don't see Houston, you know, coming out and winning that first game, but, you know, okay. it's been known to happen before, but I just I just don't see it. So. Okay. Did you see the aliens come out of space? No. Okay. <laughs> but they're there, right? <laughs> if you tell me they're there, they're there. Ain't that what we say? They're there. Yeah. If they're there, right. they're there. Think aliens, and then you'll be thinking Houston. Oh, okay. So I'll remember that. <laughs> so when it comes to NBA teams, um, I've, I've always, always thought about this. You know, in NCAA play or games, you know, the coach is, is very instrumental in, in, in helping win the, win the game you know, as far as putting on the right plays, the right players, and so forth. But when it comes to the NBA, you know, how important does the head coach job have? You know, because most of the NBA players, they understand the game, they understand their position, you know, so basically couldn't you just put anybody in as a head coach and let the teams, lo- let the teams just run loose? Well, there's a difference with that with basketball because we got somebody that's chewing with a swamp, he ain't your star player, he's a role player, you have to pull him put somebody else in. Mm-hmm. You, know, you see that all the time. You know, the one guy come in and hit the winning shot. He ain't played, but, you know, those two minutes, you know. Uh, he's a role player. You know, like J.R. Smith with Cleveland. I mean, he's a very streaky role player. And they pulled him and put in Cobra. Cobra come in and start hitting threes, you know. But that's the only thing that, you know, you can see the coaches because you got your star players, and the coaches really don't mess with the star player. They really dictate when they want to come in and out. It's the other guys with you know, the one or two guys the coach would put in and be like, Hey, hell, he stole the ball and won the game and they'd be like, Oh, that coach is genius. Wow. No, that coach only had the pull because he wouldn't pull the star players. You know, so mm-hmm. that's all that is. And you gotta look at too, 
person that ain't played to come in and get that playing time. They're trying to make it where they stay in, you know, get more playing time. So they're going to do something spectacular, you know. So, I mean, coaches are coaches. You know, they coach and they put it out there. You got to make the players out make the plays happen. Plain and simple. Right. Coaches don't win or lose game. Players do. That's the same thing they say with guns, right? Guns mm-hmm. don't kill people. Who kill people? The, the, the shooters. Right. So coaches, coaches don't win or lose game. Players does that. Yeah, it's true. But you now coaches set the lineup and make the again make the plays. But it's it's well, different in the, in, in the in in the uh, NBA. So you know what? I heard the music. We got to take a break. We come back. We're going to talk. We're going to start talking about the NFL. So we'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Want to experience football from the perspective of two former players who also have coaching experience? Tune in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver and Sam Sword. We'll talk about the drafts, play by play, and even what's happening in the offseason. Daryl and Sam have the connections and the knowledge to bring you the inside stories of the game's past, present, and future. We'll cover the camps, on and off field, and everything else, football and beyond. Sports Info UM is heard Mondays at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Okay, sports fans, here's your opportunity to discuss football, America's favorite sport. On an annual basis, millions of people attend, watch, and listen to football, both pro and college. Ray Ellis Sports, an internet talk radio show, was developed with the fan in mind. Join host, former Philadelphia Eagles and Cleveland Browns strong safety, Ray Ellis, on Voice America Sports every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific for exciting, interactive football discussions from the fan's perspective. Tune in every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Pacific to Ray Ellis Sports right here on the Voice America Network and let's talk football. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network live wherever you go on iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Your internet flagship station for sports... Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1 888 346 9144. That's 888 346 9144. Or drop an email to Loving That Sports Talk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Uh, welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. Again, this is Chris Marwitz, and we're just sitting here chit chatting about sports and James, you know, it's time, it's time, time. Let's talk about the NFL. Well, like a so the biggest news that came out today has to, or recently has to do with the Atlanta Falcons. They recently signed Matt Ryan, their quarterback, to a five-year extension, and it's worth about $30 million a year. Uh, basically, it's almost $100, $100 million of it is guaranteed. Uh, so th- this, is, this is the new benchmark, the new record for quarterbacks. Uh, and with a slew of quarterbacks that have contracts expiring in a couple of years and all the new young talent that was recently drafted, some are hoping to break this record. You know. And in your mind, you know, who do you see signing a bigger contract worth more than Ryan? Well, they said Aaron Rodgers was supposed to be the one that's supposed to break it. Yeah, I, I, I heard that yeah. too. And, and, yeah. and do you think he's well worth it? You know what, these thirty million is just giving ridiculous this money. I mean, look at every time that's, that's what I say, yeah. You get paid all that money. They had the worst season and after that and they don't do nothing. You know, I think the the money's starting to get too high and everybody keeps one person get it, the other person gotta get a million higher. I mean, who started? Jimmy Napolo was forty nine when they traded him, he started it and it went on down to who was next? I can't remember what quarterback was next, but thirty million, hundred guaranteed. Wow! I mean, I'm sure Ed Rogers might get thirty-one or two. They're gonna beat it. 
Mm-hmm. Well, I just think it's not to get carried away with these quarterbacks, give all this money. It's it's outrageous, but how much? I mean, I, 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 one question I was going to ask, but you know, you never know. Is was how much is too much to be paying a quarterback? Well, if the owner was making billions, too much ain't nothing to them, right? That that that, yeah. I, that that was what I had in my mind as well. Yes, because again, yeah, so, they're making millions upon billions of dollars. Yeah, that's a that's a that's a piece of chicken and ham and a steak. Owners eating that big good steak. Yeah. So not only Aaron Rodgers, I also heard that Russell Wilson, you know, he's he's up for for negotiations as well. So, you know, do, do you think he's he's worthy thirty million dollars a year? What about Dak, Dak got, Prescott? You know, his contract's going to be expiring in two years. Uh, Dak ain't going to go thirty. Uh-uh. You know, you got Tom Brady, you got Ben Roethlisberger. You know, Rivers, Breeze. I mean, you got a lot of them coming be, up. Uh, Breeze just got paid. But, but, well, but his no, his contract expires in 2020, though. No, remember they just gave him because remember he was the third one, and um, I I I know, but I I think they just they just did a two year two year extension right. on well, him or something. Right, so. done after that. Oh, he's done. What? Okay, well. Yeah, the, the there, there's way too many, and then, then, like I said, then you have all the the new ones coming out. You know, you got you got to worry about you know Carson Wentz and Jared Goff, and you know you have a lot of them that that are out there. It's like, well, heck, I'm I'm new up and coming. I proved myself what I did. You know, again, wins enough enough. Carson Wentz have another season like he had last year. He'll get paid. He'll be the best yeah. guy. Yeah. But, he gotta but have then, then, then you have the receivers out there, you know, saying, "Well, I'm the one who's catching catching the passes. You know, I'm the one who's actually running the touchdowns. You know, why don't I be making this money?" So they get paid the money they're making for that position. Mm-hmm. I know. I, mean, I know. But 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 again, I mean, you know, you you brought up the fact of how much they're making, you know, and and and. Thirty million dollars a year. I mean, that that's unfathomable to think. Now that that's that's a lot of money to be made for one one year, and and, and Ryan's going to be paid for five years. You know, that's um, that's like wow. You asked ask me what that. I said, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I think it is, but you can't look at that with a player. So it almost makes it two or three billion, and then they right. make the money off your jerseys. You know, just sell the jerseys and. For, at the game and all, so you know, hell, thirty million. Like I said, ain't nothing but a piece of chicken. Uh, not sitting a wing special with small mass for five hours, right? Right, and right. A, uh, and a drink. Nah, yeah, it's, it's just we said too much and getting carried away. But if you look at it now, it's a business, and uh, it's the owners against the players now. So hell, the owner's like the player's like the owner's making all this money sitting back and fat rat and ain't doing nothing but sitting up there. We on the field getting beat up. We want our money. Mm-hmm. So I I mean get paid. Get paid. Yeah, get we long. we talked about that about, you know, making sure you get your money while you can because as you know it's NFL and what it stands for is not for long you know so you do get what get it while you can while it's hot so anyway all right well so let's talk a little bit about the Giants I have a few things to discuss about them and first thing is you know the New York Giants they drafted players around their quarterback Eli Manning rather than drafting a replacement for him you know, and based on his his, his just re- recent previous seasons, why would they want to keep him around? Because <sighs> Eli and his brother Peyton and his daddy, you know, all of them thinking they're giving him this respect. You know, any other quarterback, hell, they were big guys out of there or four of them, you know. What is it, 15 or something, that one, yeah? Yes, yes. Yeah. Somebody from Pop Warner don't throw 16 interceptions. You know, and they, they pulled him that one game, and he, they had a fit. Somebody disrespected him. No, he has a bad year. Get him out of there. But that's what, that's what happened when you had a respect. You know, your, your people got that pool, Peyton, his daddy. You know, so Giants, they'll figure it out once they. Uh, they're not winning with Eli this year, and somebody's going to get fired. 
Larry Fire the cool. Somebody, you know, got to go down. They got pulled these lot. But that general mm-hmm. manager, because they didn't get no quarterback. Yeah, I mean, and Eli is no spring chicken. I mean, he's 37 years old this year, and, you know, it's, 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 I'm, I was very surprised when they didn't, didn't at least try to get a replacement for him in the draft. You know, that, that just showed right there that they're, they're, they're putting everything, all their efforts behind him right now, and especially with the year he had, you know, and, and it's, it's going to be difficult. Gonna keep being difficult, so I don't know. You're in a couple of visions. With Dallas is gonna come right, they are. They got um, Philly playing good. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't well, they got, got Washington, yeah. You know, in a tough division. Yep. So, also the New York Giants, it, it appears that the owner, he's not in a rush to get a new deal for Odell Beckham Jr., you know. And Odell has, has gone on record and said that he won't, he won't set foot on the field without a new deal. I, I, and I, I know I brought this up before, but do you think they're wanting a trade or, or, or looking into a trade, you know, with, with, since, since they're not willing to, to re-sign him at this point? No. Nah. like He'll sit out for the preseason because he don't want to play preseason. And he can sit all the way out until up to the 10th regular season game and still get paid without him being fine. So, you know, him sitting on any regular season game, I don't know. We'll have to see if he really. But they won't pay him this year. They're going to make him wait and see how he plays this year and then see how his own behavior is. But I think he'll come on the field a place. It's something you want to go through training camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you you heard that they 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 got rid of. Um, God, they could, of course they they're they're. It, it's like it's like they're going to have uh, a lot of 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 uh, wide wide receivers that are rookies. You know, because they they they're just. Brandon Moss. I'm sorry. What? You talk about Brandon Marshall they got rid of? Yes, yes, they got rid of Brandon Marshall as well. That's that's what yes, thank you, that's what I meant. So he it's like they're they're just hurt. they're weeding themselves down. He was hurt. He wasn't doing nothing, so you bum. <laughs> yeah. Well you you know firsthand with the with, since he was with Chicago, how much of a bum he'd he'd been. Mm. He ran his mouth a lot, you know, he was an outspoken person but if you'll be outspoken, you have to be making the plays on the field, you know? Right. And, you know, he had some radio show he was doing on Sundays. They don't want him doing it. They told him, I'm do it, you know? And he was like, forget y'all, you know? So he kind of walked himself out of it, the league. Hmm. So, he had been hurt a lot, you know? So. Yep. So, last thing about the Giants. Um, in the recent draft, you know, they, they chose Saquon Barkley. You know, he's a running back, and he's, 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 a, he's basically similar in style to, um, 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 with Oakland, uh, um, the beast. Um, My father. Yes, he's very, he has very, very similar style to him, you know. But if, if the Giants are going to sit there and, and, and run him, you know, that, that's going to, that, that'll, that'll end up, you know, if, if, if they run him a lot, um, I, I don't know how well that's, that's going to work as far as, you know, he's going to get injured and so forth. But they, they really have their hopes built on this guy. You know, he's, he's apparently just, just a beast. And um, I, 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 we'll see. We'll see what happens on that. But anyway, well, let's take a break. When we come back, I have a few more things to talk about, uh, some stuff from the draft. So we'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. 
Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. You're hooked up with Loving That Sports Talk. James Loving and his guests want to hear it from you. Call us at 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or drop an email to lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to Loving That Sports Talk. This is, uh, again, Chris Marlowe, and I'm sitting here chit-chatting with James Loving. That's the word. That's the word. So, James, I I don't know if you realize, but, you know, in in this last draft, the the Eagles, um, they didn't worry so much about their their picks. You know, their their, their first pick wasn't until round two, you know, the second round. Um, And the reason why they, they said had to do with the fact that they, 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 they think they already have their team in place. You know, they, they weren't going to be making too many, too many more changes to what they already had. You know, what, 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 do you think that's a smart way to go? Well, if you look at it, they um, really didn't lose nobody. I think they lost mm-hmm. maybe one person. I think somebody went maybe a defensive back or but they were so sad, you know. And then they was ending up getting Michael Bennett, you know, a pro bowler from Seattle. I mean, it just once you have a team still intact and you don't lose somebody, it's like when um, Michael Jordan got won, you know. Next year they didn't do nothing. <laughs> they didn't resign nobody. They didn't need nobody, you know. Mm-hmm. You got your team. You know, your starter, you know. Uh, second string, so why try and bring somebody else in and mess it up. Right, right. I understand what they did. They didn't need nobody. Well, one one, one thing they did, the first first pick that they did was this big tight end from South Dakota State. Who would have thunk it? (laughs) Bring in another player for Carson Wentz from his former player. Uh, And and this is a big kid, you know, and and they need need a tight end. You know, all that's going to well, add is our arsenal in. to their offensive line, our offense, you know, for scoring. No, they had two tight ends. The one that tight ends they traded, they lost. Right. He was, he was pretty good. So they figured, you know, we got to at least get somebody in case I started to get hurt. So that's not bad, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. they rarely went two tight ends set in a game. So it ain't like it's no big loss or no big game that they got tight end if he don't work out. But, right. It'll be all right. It'll be interesting. I still, I still, I'm gonna bring my bring my box of popcorn. I'm gonna be cheering on those <laughs> Philadelphia Eagles again. You know that was that was a pretty exciting year, and you know hopefully Carson Wentz stays healthy, you know, and he can he can come back and prove that the first year or two wasn't a fluke. So yeah, good not only got to do it, the other team players got to do it too, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's yeah. true. You know, their defense got a, a going to be coming after them, so they got to do something too. Yep, yep, you're right. You're right. So, so some, something I've 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 been reading about, you know, quite leading up to the draft and even after the draft is, you know, they they talk about, you know, every year drafted quarterbacks being a bust, you know, and and this year, you know, in the top ten picks. Four of them were quarterbacks in the top ten for the draft. Um, in in the in the and then if you count all the quarterbacks, there was actually five. Lamar Jackson was in the pick number thirty-two. 
So let's go ahead and go through these different quarterbacks, and and I'd like to hear your opinion on whether you think they're going to succeed or whether they're going to be a bust. So first pick in the draft was Baker Mayfield from Oklahoma. He went to Cleveland Brown. Cleveland Browns. What what do you, what do you think? Is he going to be a boomer or a bust? Or is he going to do great or is he going to be a bust? Be a bum. Be a bum. <laughs> yeah, I I I think I think he's 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 one of those overrated players. I I truly believe that. Oh. You know, and Cleveland has has a way of not always picking the right players for their their team. So I don't know. Rookie, he's on a bad team. That team is. A veteran, you know, just a win mm-hmm. game. You throw a rookie in there, shit, you ain't going to do nothing. So he ain't going to have no good season because they're, they're horrible. Right, you know? right. You need a veteran in there that's playing and could deal with that lose and then win one or two games for him or three, you know. And a rookie, you ain't going to do it because he's still learning the game. And you how, how many years does it take for a quarterback? Did you hear that it takes a quarterback to actually be up and up and going? Five years. Yeah, I mean it's it's unusual for for like Carson and 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 for you know other other quarterbacks you know year two to actually have done well. So yeah, we'll see. Um, the next quarterback, Sam Darnold. Um, he was the third pick in the draft. He's from he was from USC and he went to the New York Jets and the New York Jets actually traded up to get him. Traded up in the draft. You know, I've I've, I've heard I've heard opposing views about. Darnold, but what, what what do you think? Is he gonna is is he gonna lead the Jets or or is again is he gonna be a bust? He'll be all right. He went to Jets. Jets had a pretty good season last year. Nobody expected mm-hmm. him to win a game. They almost made it to the playoffs. I mean, he ain't got no receivers, but I think they're more into running the ball. So he'll be all right. You know, learning that system and you know they had a hell of a defense. You know, and but they won some games. They were surprised. They almost. Made it to the playoffs. They should have actually. I think one game they got cheated out. I think it was New England. Right. So he'll be all right learning now because, um, you know, they they expect him to win four or five games with him. But then being a rookie, you know, he might win one and all. So that's six in the first season of that team being horrible like Cleveland. Six games ain't bad for a mm-hmm. rookie quarterback. So he'll be all right over there. Okay. Well, the seventh pick in the draft was uh, Josh Josh Allen from your former alma, alma mater, Wyoming uh, Wyoming Cowboys. He went to the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, how do you see him fitting in with them? I, I don't know how to judge him. I watched him play in college. I didn't see nothing that everybody seen that he put in the first pick. You know, maybe he wasn't the first pick because of the racial stuff he said. But I just I mean, Buffalo. They had Tyrod Taylor. They had the other guy, and it was. Um, running quarterback scrambling or get out of pocket. And they didn't like them over there. I guess they wanted a, a pocket quarterback, but hell, a pocket quarterback, they gotta, if they get chased, what are you gonna do? So, I don't know, it's up to grab him. They, they said they love him, his arm and, you know, and all that, but I've seen a lot of teams say that little quarterback that came out with a bomb arm. Guy from USC that went to the Bears. What was his name? I can't think of it. The other guy that came out of, um, I mean, there's so many quarterbacks. They're like, oh, he got the body and the arm and the bum. Look at Jamal Russell. Right. Yeah. I, I I think the thing that they're thinking about with Josh Allen is because, you know, he's his coach was, was Carson Wentz's old coach, you know, and, and, and apparently Josh Allen is has the same height and same built um, and same arm speed as, as Carson Wentz does. So I think they're, they're assuming, and, you know, what happens when you assume that, you know he's going to be very similar to us, but I I I I I'm going to be like you. I'm going to sit back and wait. I you know I because because again, you know we 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 watched a lot of those same Wyoming games and and there was some some that were very painful, painful to to we watched him. So anyway, so the tenth pick in the draft was Josh Rosen. He was UCLA UCLA quarterback and Arizona Cardinals uh, again traded up to get him. And and they and, and they they love him, but I've heard again a lot of negative comments about Rosen, you know, and and but again, you know, different systems. How, how do you think he'll be with the Arizona Cardinals? Well, this is one that I don't get. With, you know, he likes to run his mouth. You know, he talk about the draft messed up nine picks before. That means he was number nine, and 
you know, like he's all that, you know. And mm-hmm. He read his muffin college about Alabama for when black people playing sports, they wouldn't be in that school. Some, you know, it's just right. his mouth, you know. And everybody said he needs to shut up, you know. I think once he gets in the NFL, those guys are not knock him in his mouth and he'll shut up then. You know, yeah, he'll so learn. I don't he'll know. Learn. It, you know, mom and daddy got money, so he could write his mouth like, you know, if this don't work, I still go back on the farm and make this money. But uh, he's going to have it tough because it's like Lonzo Ball, and when daddy started running his mouth, so everybody was after him. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's running his mouth, so there's going to be a lot of defensive players going after him. Yeah, yeah, they, they, they do talk about he has an ego. He's got this huge ego. And uh, that that seems to be his downfall, and that that you know, just as you as you pointed out, you know, he runs his mouth, and that's kind of set a lot of people off. So I don't know. We'll 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 see if what what Arizona can do with him, but you know, time will tell. The last one I want to talk about is Lamar Jackson. You know, he was from Louisville, and the Baltimore Ravens picked him up. You know, and I, I actually like this kid. I, I, I think he's going to do good things. What, what, what do you think? He'll be all right. He'll be like the uh, Sean Watson from Houston who came out of there. You know, everybody was telling him you know, he needs to play receiver. He's like, now I'm a quarterback. And the Sean Watson came in and changed everybody's mind about him. And Lamar Jackson right. plays the same way. Right. So right. Um, he'll be all right. He's going to come in like they got me on the right team. I like him going to Baltimore. No mm-hmm. pressure. I, I, I think no they did Flacco well. There. Yeah. You know, no Flacco there, no pressure. So it'll be all right. You know, he'll sit back a year unless Joe get hurt, you know. But he'll sit back and learn. Right. And no pressure on him. True. I like that move. Yeah, I do too. I think that, that was that was a good pick for them. So I, I, I'll be watching. I'll be watching to see what happens when, when he gets to play, so. Well, James, uh, looks like at the end of the show, we did good. We talked a lot of good stuff, and uh, we'll be back next week, and we'll have some news to talk about, won't we? Yep, we'll have some dates for some things that we got going on in the town. Love it, love it. Okay. Well, you know, you have a great week. Um, everyone listening, right. please call, listen in next week, and uh, we'll be back at it. Sounds like a plan, man. All right, take care. That's going to do it for this week's edition of Loving That Sports Talk. But don't worry, James Loving will be back next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Channel. Get ready to love more sports talk then. And keep in touch with James all week at lovingthatsportstalk at yahoo.com. We'll